I've never known anyone with a dragon. What does he look like? Just a plain ordinary dragon. Welcome back to the Plain Ordinary Dragon podcast. It's been a while since uh, I've done one of these free-flowing podcasts. Uh, you know, for the last several weeks, we've been doing Dragon Bites, and uh, we've we've had some challenges on scheduling interviews, but I think we're getting a lot of that worked out. Um, so probably uh, sometime in February, we'll be getting back with some more some more uh, collaborations. But until then, we've done some new things here at Plain Ordinary Dragon. First of all, Dragon Bites has been moved from its Monday slot to Thursdays. And so every, every week now, instead of getting one Plain Ordinary Dragon podcast, you're going to get two. And the uh, on the on Thursdays the Dragon Bites are going to come out and for those of you who don't know what Dragon Bites is uh, Dragon Bites basically is my way of taking the content that's on my website on uh, PlainOrdinaryDragon.com and putting it into an audio format you know I listen to most of my podcasts and uh, audiobooks and things like that on my commute. I, I commute about two hours a day, sometimes a little bit more depending on traffic, sometimes a lot more depending on traffic. But one of the nice things uh, about traveling is that you can listen to things, right? And so you may not have time, like I, I don't sit down and read blogs these days. Um, I write one um, and I don't put stuff out on the blog every single day um, or sometimes even every single week, but there's a lot of content that we've created out there and I want people to be able to consume it by listening if they want to. And, you know, the plan here at Plain Ordinary Dragon ultimately is to provide the content for you in whatever way you like to consume it. It's not a big announcement. We've talked about it before, but we're we're going to start doing podcast videos as well. And so the podcasts will be on our YouTube channel, and that's something that we're working on. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of a one-man show here for the most part. So, uh, I you know, the I have great plans and things for the show, but what happens a lot of the time is that, uh, you know, I can only spread myself so thin. So, um Nonetheless, so what we're what we're trying to do is just give you a way to consume whatever you want uh, from Plain Ordinary Dragon in whatever methodology you want, whatever way is best for you to consume it. So Dragon Bites was the way that we could go ahead and make audio versions basically of, of the website. We've got those and those are going to be coming out on Thursdays. They're not very long. Uh, they're anywhere between two and seven minutes long most of the time. And it's just kind of a little bit and bits and pieces of good things to, for you to think about throughout your week and your weekend because they come out on Thursday, right? So, um, definitely there. Also a little bit of housekeeping. We haven't talked about any of this in a long time because uh, the dragon bites have just kind of been coming out and, and doing their own little, little snippets there. But one of the things uh, that I wanted to let you know and, and remind you is that you can go to, to the Plain Ordinary Dragon website and sign up for our newsletter, which uh, it's not very often, but, but I try to get it out once a week. Sometimes I'm not that great at it, but that's one of the things that I'm working on. So uh, every every week you should get an email uh, telling a little bit about what's going on at Plain Ordinary Dragon and, and just some communication there. And, and those uh, won't always be on the website. So if you want to keep up with what's happening at Plain Ordinary Dragon, uh, please go to the website and sign up for the newsletter. Once we run out of the Dragon Bites articles, um, we're, we're going to need some some more ideas. So I'm going to put up a page uh, on the on the website, which will be, uh, I believe, it'll be plainordinarydragon.com forward slash suggestions. 
and uh, I'm going to put up a post there and just go to to, uh, to that website and leave a comment on something that you would like for us to discuss. Because, you know, I can, I can conjure up all the things that I think about and all the things that I find interesting, but I really would like to focus more on things that you're interested in. What would you like to hear about? What would you like for us to take a look at? Um, like for, you know, me to try to, you know, give you a take on that's, that's really more important to me than just all of the little quote unquote gems, uh, that, I, that pass through my brain that end up as articles or podcasts. If there's a way that I can help you, then that's really what I want to do. And so, um, if you go to plainordinarydragoncom forward slash suggestions, uh, leave a comment and, um, we'll, we'll see what we can do to, to talk about that. Now, now that we got the, the housekeeping out of the way a little bit, I want to talk today, uh, about imposter syndrome. I've been thinking about this for several weeks now, and I was, uh, I was pretty bound to determine that that's what I was going to do this on. And uh, then I started listening to some podcasts this week. And for those of you who know Amy Porterfield, uh, she's a, a really um, successful entrepreneur on her own. Uh, she does uh, a podcast. Um, I think it's called Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. And so I was listening, uh, I really like Amy Porterfield, and I was listening to her podcast this week, and she was talking about imposter syndrome. And I thought, man, really? The very week that I'm going to do an, uh, an episode on imposter syndrome, there's someone who is far more famous than me, far more successful than me financially, uh, and you know, really has it all together when it comes to the, the online marketing and all that kind of stuff, and she's doing this on imposter syndrome, and that's what I'm doing it on too. I had to take a step back and realize I got to practice what I preach. And, you know, my voice is my voice. And even though we may talk about the same thing, we don't have the same view or take on it. We don't carry the same baggage that can help us communicate more efficiently. So I decided to go ahead and put away my my silliness and go ahead and, and do our podcast on imposter syndrome today. Uh, one of the things that, that I learned from her podcast, which I, I, I highly recommend it if you're interested in online marketing stuff, Amy Porterfield is really good. Uh, one of the things that she mentioned was that uh, Harvard Business School attendees have the tendency to have imposter syndrome. But before we get into that, I guess we should, for anybody that doesn't know what imposter syndrome is, we should go ahead and, and define it. According to uh, numerous online sources, imposter syndrome can be defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evident success. Imposters suffer from chronic self-doubt and a sense of intellectual fraudulence that override any feelings of success or external proof of their competence. In other words, you just feel inadequate no matter how good you are. And uh, that was one of the things I learned from, from uh, Amy's podcast was that uh, like 70, 75 or 80% of Harvard's business school students deal with imposter syndrome. That's Harvard. That's an Ivy League school, man. Think about that. They deal with it too. I'm probably not going out on a limb here and saying that everybody deals with imposter syndrome. Sometimes we don't realize it. Sometimes we're not aware of it. I know that I wasn't aware of it for a really long time. Didn't had never even heard the term, but it's definitely there. I'm going to use myself as an example because 
from the outside world, a lot of times, um, and I've heard this from a number of people that I know and friends of mine, they, they look at the things that I've done in my life and they don't think that I have any, any reservations at all. In fact, I'm actually, I'm going to pull up my website right now and, um, uh, I'm going to read you something that one of my friends sent to me. Uh, I, I asked my friends to, to try to, um, tell me or help me understand myself better because, you know, sometimes I can't get outside of my own bubble and I, I look at myself or I stick to get in my head and, and I, I don't, what's in your head isn't always what's reality. That's kind of, that's kind of what the whole thing about this imposter syndrome that we're going to be talking about today is because you don't realize how amazing you are because you get so stuck in your head before we, before we get to the example that I was getting ready to do, let me just kind of off the cuff here for a minute. I have a lot of struggles continuing to do the podcast here because there isn't a lot of feedback. Like I just have to have faith that the stuff I'm putting out there is helpful to people. Now there are some people that give me feedback and when I get that feedback, um, it really lifts my spirits and it really makes me feel like there's a good reason for me to do this podcast. Now I know that sounds insane. Like if you're, if you're a listener and you're like, you know, you, you listen actively, then you, you probably look forward to the episodes coming out. I'm, I'm muddling through this like everybody else. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that, that the voice and the things that I have to say really help people out there, you know? And so I kind of get bummed out sometimes. And a couple of weeks ago I was, watching the numbers on the podcast, like the, the numbers have gone way down. Um, and a lot of that's due to the fact that uh, I'm not interviewing more people. You know, it's kind of funny on a podcast when you interview people, the people you interview tell all of their friends and all of their friends download it and they listen to it. And then some of them stick around, some of them don't. And so, uh, it can be really depressing <laughs> when you watch your numbers go from, you know, 200 downloads a day to, you know, two. <laughs> or 12 a week or 12 a day or whatever the case may be. And so I kind of struggle with that sometimes wondering, okay, well, the numbers aren't really there right now. So is this really resonating with people, right? Are they really downloading it? Are they really listening to it? Or is this a waste of my time? And that's all a mental game. All of that's in my mind. None of that, none of that bears any semblance to reality. And I have proof that it doesn't. But that doesn't matter because a lot of times I just, you know, sometimes I find myself driving down the road thinking about this Plain Ordinary Dragon podcast that I've created, this website that I've created, and the time I've spent on it, and the money I've spent on it. And I think to myself, am I silly? Am I just, I mean, does anybody really want to hear any of this? Is this Elliot just pontificating and so forth and so on? And again, this is all in my head and it's a struggle that I have. And I don't know. Some people probably wouldn't open up and tell you that they struggle with these things. And, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I never say any of this as a, a poor me or, or anything like that. I share my struggles with you because I think you might have some of the similar struggles. And I want you to understand that I feel this way. And I'm going to raise my hand and say, you know, if you do too, then realize you're not alone. That's the whole point of this thing, really is to let you know that we're all in it together. But anyway, so I struggle with that. Well, a couple of weeks ago, one of my coworkers out of the blue texted me and said, Hey, you know what? You had a, it was a really great podcast this week. 
you know, what's funny is, is that meant the world to me. I mean, like that, it really did. Like I was driving home when I got the text, I was on, on that commute that I talk about and I got that text and it, it really just kind of brought tears to my eyes a little bit because it's nice to have unsolicited feedback where somebody says, you know what? I really enjoy what you're doing. I really like it and my life's better for it. I mean, those weren't, those weren't his words. Um, in regards to that, but that was the, the feeling you get, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, huh, okay, maybe, you know, maybe we need to keep pressing on. Maybe we need to keep going. And, you know, and I haven't considered, you know, stopping the podcast or anything like that, but it was just one of those things that it, it just did so much for me. Uh, imposter syndrome Everybody gets it, and we've talked about that. And so what I want to do for just a minute is I had a conversation. I, a lot of you know Kathy Heller. Uh, she's uh, one of my mentors. I've been through her course before. Uh, she has a really great podcast called Don't Keep Your Day Job, over 7 million downloads, really a very uh, successful person, right? And we had a little exchange last year. We were, we were kind of talking about imposter syndrome uh, based around, she had launched a, um, a basically a, a project or a program and some people were giving her a hard time about it. And, uh, you know, I just, I just, I sent her, a, a, you know, a picture and kind of tagged her in an Instagram, you know, saying, look, even little seeds grow up to be big, strong trees, you know. And she sent me back a, a voice uh, message uh, thanking me for doing that. And so I want to play that for you because I want you to understand that even someone like Kathy has imposter syndrome that she has to deal with. And she's fabulously successful. She, you know, seven figure uh, empire going on, right? Like she's, she's a big deal, but she still deals with it too. So, uh, let's listen to, I'm going to listen to her, her message and let you guys listen to it. And you can see that even someone who's uber successful in numerous spaces still can deal with this kind of thing too. I just want to say thank you because it's people like you that make me love doing this show because I love that thing you posted about planting the seeds and then I love that you said thank you for the opportunity to be a dream ambassador because in the same minute that you sent me that somebody else was like you should be ashamed of yourself asking people to help you spread the word about your book and about your show and I'm like oh my god <laughs> like it's just amazing meanwhile we've had like 300 people sign up today to be your ambassadors and it means a lot so thank you but it's just amazing how even me like i need the reinforcement that i'm doing the right thing and i think it was a good thing to do and i'm going to be giving away so much free coaching and help and events and throwing parties for dream ambassadors it's going to be amazing but some people they'll get pissed you know about a lot of things so thank you for that you made my day you see kathy deals with it I deal with it. You deal with it. It's real. And it's something that we can overcome. I found that I found that to be just so insightful. And I'm glad we were able to kind of share it here so that you could see that it's not just you and it's not just me. And it's not just something that Elliot's kind of going off about. It's, it's a real situation that if we can overcome it, if we can realize or at least be self-aware about it, then maybe we can find a way around it. But, you know, people don't always see you the same way that you see yourself in your in your head. And that's one of those things. You know, sometimes, like I said, I, I look at everything that I'm doing with this stuff and I think, am I just being silly? 
Everybody already knows this. Well, they don't all know this. Um, nobody has the voice that I have and nobody has the voice that you have. And, and it's important to put it in the world and talk about it and dissect it. Think about it. Anyway, so when we're, when we're taking a look at the difference between how we see ourselves, especially how we see ourselves in our mind when we're in our head, and how other people see us. Now, I've gone, I think, to, to pretty great lengths here to kind of, you know, let you in on my insecurities here. So let me read to you what one of my friends said to me when I was asking him in regards to what he thinks I do best. And here's what he said. You've done a great many things, and perhaps even a slight majority of those things have been outwardly prohibitive to obtain or achieve. They were ill-advised or even just completely driven by fantasy. In spite of that, you've still managed to achieve them because there doesn't appear to be even an iota of self-doubt in the entire ocean of your being. This sense of complete inner conviction has driven you to summits that may be unapproachable for many, even most. In all the people I have known, myself included, I very much doubt I have ever encountered anyone else with the sheer depth of self-conviction and drive to support your inner goals that you evince. That's pretty, pretty high praise. And, and that was from a friend of mine who was, who's very self-aware himself. And you could tell he thought a lot about it before he, he sent me that answer. But that's how he sees me, right? That's not how I see myself. In fact, I go back to this quote uh, frequently just so that I can remind myself, yeah, you've, you've done some pretty... You've done some pretty impressive things in your life. And we all have. Uh, you know, when I started this podcast, uh, and almost without exception, when I do interviews with people, one of the first things they tell me is, I don't know why you're interviewing me. Now, granted, there are some people that know exactly why I'm interviewing them. And usually it's people that have things, you know, that they're trying to sell or promote or, um, you know, get involvement with uh, or provide value, those kinds of things. Uh, but as you know, a lot of the people that I interview on this podcast, um, I, I don't interview just, you know, because they're selling a book. I am, they might sell, be selling a book or they might be selling something, you know, another piece of art, which is great. I mean, we love to promote those kinds of things, but that is not why I have people on this podcast. Most of the time, most of the time I have people on this podcast because I think, um, no, I know that each story holds a unique perspective that we can learn from that can enrich our lives if we're willing to do it, right? If we're willing to listen, if we're willing to be just curious enough to see someone else's point of view, uh, their life, their challenges, you know, those, the things they overcame, it might make our lives a little bit better because we start to understand that, well, we have survived 100% of the bad days that we've had to this point. We've come through it. it may have been hard. We learned a lot, but we came through it. But imposter syndrome, it tells us, well, I don't know why you're doing this. It tells us we're not good enough. You know, I've, I've now worked for three Fortune 500 companies in my career, and when I am lucky enough to have relationships with people uh, in the corporate world 
where they're willing to open up with me and talk with me about their fears and and the things that that challenge them. Imposter syndrome is a big one. I mean, a lot a lot of the people and and, and granted now you know granted I, I'm not you know management or executive levels or anything like that. I'm still kind of a a, a you know a grunt worker when it comes to those kinds of things. But one of the things that I've learned is that I'm. I'm not the only one. Like for a long time, I was really worried that people were going to eventually figure out I was a fraud because I just don't feel like I have, I don't have, I don't feel like I have the confidence that I am able to project. And so when I talk with people about that, when I talk with coworkers, peers, um, even, even management, uh, folks, one of the things that, that comes through is that I'm not alone in this. Like we, we, we all, we all kind of have a, a little bit of this imposter syndrome going on where we're like, man, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But that, the thing is that that's all in our head. And so the key to trying to get out of imposter syndrome is to get out of your head. It's to reframe the arguments. It's to reframe the thought processes. So instead of worrying about someone finding out where my flaws are, um, or find out, you know, that I'm a quote unquote fraud. Obviously I'm not. I mean, I've had a very successful year. I've been, I'm sorry, a very successful career. I've, I've done this for 20 some odd years now, but it doesn't matter. I, I still, I still find myself doubting myself on a pretty frequent basis. Um, and for a long time I had no idea. In fact, for a long time, I just thought I was really confident. It really, in fact, it wasn't until last year that I really started to understand that my imposter syndrome, that my my fear of failure, my fear of looking bad, my fear of things like that were holding me back. I wasn't doing things. I wasn't taking on projects that you know were really good ideas and thought processes because I would talk myself out of them. I would spend too much time in my head. So how? How do we get out of imposter syndrome? Well, one of the easiest things to do is get online, do a Google search, and everybody will give you a lot of information. Uh, you can look at the five types of imposter syndrome and how to stop them and so forth. But I found that really everybody has to figure out how to deal with imposter syndrome in their own way. For some people, it's, it's meditation. Uh, for some people, it's prayer. Uh, for some people, it's talking about things. And here's here's what I would do. Here's what I would say in regards to dealing with imposter syndrome. I'm not not the king. This is you know I'm not going to give you a silver bullet. But what I am going to do is tell you that if you can be aware enough to realize that maybe what what your brain is telling you, what you're thinking, isn't necessarily the um, the truth. It isn't necessarily real. You know. I'm going to go back to this and, and I may have said this before. I can't remember. Uh, you know, I've said a lot of things before on the podcast and I, I try not to repeat myself too much, but you know, one of the things, and I find this true, not only with like things like imposter syndrome or, um, or any, or things like that, but also with other things in life is if you are in your head, you got to get out of it. And how do you do that? Well, a lot of times you can get out of your head, uh, by opening up and talking to someone about it. Call someone you trust and say, look, I'm feeling like an imposter. I'm feeling like this. And if you do that, a lot of times 
people want to help you understand how amazing you are. Another thing you can do, I think really what it boils down to is kind of breaking where you are. Uh, and, and what I mean by that is if I'm sitting here in my chair and I'm just thinking, right? I'm just thinking, I'm thinking about all these things. I'm thinking about all, all of these challenges and, and I'm thinking maybe I need to just stop. If I stand up and walk outside and walk around my house, that's going to change. That's going to change things, right? I'm going to start moving. I'm going to have some blood pumping. Um, I'm going to have some endorphins going in into my brain, right? And so, what's going to happen is, is that it's going to change where my my status is, right? Like where my brain is. Why? Because I've moved to something else. Uh, another great way of doing this is putting on some music that really pumps you up. Like, I'm not saying it has to be exciting music or something. Like, there are some songs. Um, as silly as it sounds, one of my favorite songs to listen to, like when you have those songs, like when you're driving down the road and it comes on the radio, you always stop and listen to that song. One of those songs for me is, uh, Phil Collins, something happened on the way to heaven. Every time it comes on the radio, I always stop and listen to it. And it really makes me feel better. And I don't know why exactly. It's not a particularly happy song. Um, but you know what? it can change, right? It will kind of change your mood. It can change your emotion. It can change the way you're feeling about something. And that's the important piece. Like, I don't know um, how many of you do any meditation stuff. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of meditation and I don't do it nearly as often as I need to. But one of the nice things about um, meditating is that you start to learn to control your thought processes and you're able to let some thoughts just kind of pass by and not really focus on them. And, and what that does is it later in life, when you're not meditating, not meditating and you're stuck in your brain, maybe you can let some of those thoughts that are floating through there about imposter syndrome and how you don't know what you're doing and how everybody's going to find out you're a fraud and all you can let those kind of go and not focus on them. That's, that's one of the real big pluses to meditation, in my opinion. And, and I know uh, prayer is very similar, does very similar things. So if you're, if you're struggling with some of, uh, of these things, one of the things that imposter syndrome leads to is a lack of, of confidence. And so it's really important not to spend your time dealing with imposter syndrome any more than you have to. I don't know if this trick works for anyone other than me. I, I don't think I've ever really talked to anybody about it, but it goes back to my time when I was trying to learn how to, to be an IT guy. You know, I didn't go to school to be a, an information technology guru a person. I, I didn't do that. I fell into it completely by accident, uh, which meant I had a lot of learning to do. And there were a lot of things I did not understand at all. And I had a lot of technical manuals I had to read and a lot of things that I had to learn, but I didn't understand everything I was reading. And so what I, I developed this technique to help me and, I, and maybe it will help you. I don't know. But whenever I would come across a word that I didn't understand, like, you know, if you read something in context and everything makes sense except for this one piece and you're like, okay, I don't know what this one piece means, 
but I can understand the contextually the whole, the idea behind the sentence, then what I would do is I would take that word that I didn't understand and I would just, I would move it to um, what a project manager would, would probably call a parking lot. <laughs> I would just move it in my head to a parking lot and say, okay, here's, here's the philosophy and the context of the sentence. Here's what I don't understand. I'm going to put that in a parking lot and then I'm going to continue reading. And then as I continue to read and learn, uh, this thing that's in the parking lot may come back and make sense. And guess what? what it does. Uh, and so sometimes those kinds of things can help as well. I think the biggest thing, at least in my life, the thing that's helped me most with imposter syndrome is to realize that the script that, you know, we're being told is not always correct. And the reason is, is it, it comes down to biology. You know, I mean, we are scared of things for a reason. Fear is good because it helps us survive. And the challenge is, is that we don't need to have as much fear these days as we did in caveman days, because now the, the sound that I hear is, is not a saber toothed tiger getting ready to eat me. You know, it's uh, you know, a bunch of, of mean people wanting to viscerally tear me apart, which is also scary, but it's not going to kill me, uh, unlike a saber toothed tiger would. And so maybe I'm rambling a little bit, what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say, and I'm getting ready to wrap this all up, is that when it comes to imposter syndrome, there are a couple things to remember. One is that you need to shift your mindset. And I know we hear a lot about mindset and things today, especially in the entrepreneurial space and sometimes in the corporate space, but everything flows from your mind. And so if you want to change something in your life, you got to change it in your mind. You got to think new thoughts. And if you have thoughts that are keeping you bound, if you have thoughts that are keeping you from living your best life, you have to find a way to deal with them. You can dismiss them and a change of scenery sometimes really does that. So get out of your head, get outside, walk around a little bit, go do some exercise, do some sit-ups, do some push-ups, talk with someone, but change the space you're in. You know, sometimes you just need a change of scenery, right? I mean, how many times have you been in a situation where you're just stressed out, you're tired, you don't want to do anymore, and you're like, man, I can't wait for vacation to get here. And then you go on vacation and you can relax some and you can kind of, you know, wind down what's happened there. You have, you know, a change of scenery and that change of scenery is um, pretty amazing, right? Because it helps you to get outside of your head and think more readily. What you thought before may not necessarily be true. Maybe we need to give it a little bit more uh, analysis before we go. Yeah, we, you know, I just suck. Well, of course you don't just suck. You just feel like you do because that's part of the fear trying to keep you safe, you know, and we don't need it as much anymore. Um, at least not at this moment. Now, you know, if the apocalypse breaks out and all things go crazy, you know, we'll come back and, and, and discuss that again. But as it stands, a couple things to remember. Imposter syndrome happens to almost everybody. Remember the Harvard University students, Ivy League kids, right? The cream of the crop, if you will, when it comes to academics, 70 to 80% of them deal with it or say they deal with it. I'll bet more do. You deal with it. I deal. We all do. And the important thing is to acknowledge it and then to take its power away as best we possibly can. One of the ways you can do that for other people what that is, is to tell them they're doing a great job. Tell them you love what they're doing. 
Tell them that, that you think that their work's important, that there's a purpose behind it, that it's good. That helps other people. See, a lot of times we think of imposter syndrome and we think it's all about us and in our head and so forth. And it is, but here's the beautiful thing is that you can help someone out of imposter syndrome with just the simplest phrase. Hey, you made a great cup of coffee. Tell your barista, Hey man, you did a phenomenal job with that. I love this coffee. Or the mechanic, you did a great job on my car. Thank you so much. Well, it's just my job. Great, you did a great job of it. Thank you. You're the the best mechanic I know. You're my favorite mechanic. You always get things right. You set the bar. I always try to tell people that. I always try to tell people that they do great things. Because they do. And they do really great things. And so do you. And sometimes we just spend so much time worrying about whether we're good or bad or what, you know, how could we be better that we, we don't really see how good we are, uh, which comes back to the reason why plain ordinary dragon exists in the first place is because we want you to understand how amazing you are and what you can do. I think we're going to leave it there today. I, I want to thank you once again for coming and listening to uh, plain ordinary dragon uh, time's the most precious resource we have. And the fact that you choose to spend a little bit with us, Man, that's so humbling. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. We, you know, without you, it's just me talking into a microphone. So I'm so happy you're here. Thank you. Uh, one little piece of housekeeping that I forgot at the beginning is that uh, we're going to do transcripts. That's right. So, of course, Dragon Bites already have transcripts, right? Because there are already articles that are on the website. But, um, Going forward, now I won't have the transcript of this one up when uh, when this podcast uh, launches, uh, but I hope that by the end of the week I will have it up. And um, so we're going to have a, a new section of the Plain Ordinary Dragon website that's going to be, um, I think it's going to be plainordinarydragon.com forward slash transcripts. And um, I'm still trying to figure out technically exactly how I'm going to do that. So I may not do it with this this week's episode, maybe next before I get to you know figuring all that out. But that is the plan. That is what I'm working on. And so uh, hopefully we'll get that all kind of squared away before too long. So uh, make sure to look for that. Uh, and if you haven't signed up for the newsletter, please do. Uh, they the email uh, is really important because it, it allows me to, you know, contact you whenever something interesting comes out. Also, don't forget, uh, if you are interested, uh, we have Plain Ordinary Dragon t-shirts. You can find us on Etsy. Uh, and, uh, oh, oh, and not only that, we also have coffee mugs as well. Uh, now, I'm going to tell you that the coffee mugs and the t-shirts, you know, are uh, about 20 bucks. And uh, that was as low as I could get it without... Um, you know, a, a huge investment for me up front, but if you want to support the show or you just want to support the plain ordinary dragon, you know, stuff, go out there, check it out. Uh, you can also email me. If you can't find it, email me, I'll send you a link, any of those things. It's on the website as well. You know, uh, you can go out there and, and see the plain ordinary t-shirts post and it, it will direct you there and so forth. Anyway, if those are things that you'd like uh, to do, um, you know, to support the show, please do. And if you, if there's something else you want, I've been looking at some other things that, you know, I, I like swag. I'm in the IT industry. So I think it's cool to have, you know, different things that have logos on them and, and all that. I, I enjoy it. It's part of, you know, the thing that I've done for 20 years. So it's kind of cool for me. So, you know, I was thinking about maybe doing some stickers too, like some plain ordinary dragon stickers. Um, 
So shoot me a line if you if there's anything that you're interested in. Oh, also one last thing I should say, and, and I try not to do too much you know promotion here on the podcast itself, but if you can leave us a review on Podchaser or Apple uh, iTunes is, is really the big one, but either one of those, that's really helpful to the show. And if you haven't had a chance to do that, please do. Now, on Podchaser, if you go out to Podchaser, you can actually add comments for each individual show if you want to. So uh, you can tell me just how much you know I suck or how much you love it or whatever the case may be. Um, but you know, if you go out there and do that, that's really helpful to us as well. If you don't want to spend any money, that's great too. Um, that's not what this is about. Uh, we just want to spread the word that you are more than enough. And as always, you may be plain and you may be ordinary, but you're a dragon. And I can't wait to see the voice that you put out in this world. When you work as a team, you got to tend it. 